0: From VT Digger, this is The Deeper Dig. On today's episode, a tour of the Statehouse from one of VT Digger's team of reporters. But first, as you may have noticed, The Deeper Dig has been on hiatus for a few months. Well, we're back. (coughs) The last time you heard this podcast, it was hosted and produced by VT Digger's talented multimedia reporter, Riley Robinson. Riley got a new job outside of VT Digger, but I'm going to try to live up to the high example she set going forward. My name is Sam Gale Rosen. I'm digital editor here at VT Digger. Previous to this position, I worked at what is now Vermont Public on Vermont Edition and Morning Edition. As digital editor here, I work mostly on our website, as well as editing stories from our team of reporters. Today, we're going to hear from one of those reporters, Sarah Mirhoff, as she walks us through the Vermont Capitol.
1: My name is Sarah. I cover politics for VT Digger. I've been in this job since October of 2021, and I've covered politics in Pennsylvania, New York, Mississippi, South Dakota, Minnesota, a brief stint uh, covering Congress as an intern, and here.
0: How much of your job takes place in this building?
1: During session, I mean, really all of it, right? typically in this building from Tuesday through Friday, and that's when I'm here, for the most part. Unless, like, I can't drive here because of the snow. My, I call my car a tin can on wheels, and it uh, doesn't handle snow very well.
0: The building Sarah is talking about is the Vermont State House, where she expertly covers state politics. We decided to tap into her knowledge about the building and its operations. And she was kind enough to give me a tour recently. We journeyed into the State House after the legislative session ended, so you won't hear as much activity as you typically would.
1: So we're here right now in the Vermont House Chamber. Um, on the ground, you can see this very ornate red and gold and chocolate brown carpeting. The carpeting throughout the building was painstakingly replicated um, from historic originals um, during a state house renovation numerous years ago. Um, And so the carpets, you'll notice, they're all different patterns. They're all very ornate and lovely. Um, I think my favorite is in the governor's ceremonial office. We'll get there. Um, It's very loud print.
0: One thing you're gonna pick up on here is that Sarah really likes carpets.
1: Um, But here in the house chamber, um, I'm trying to describe it. Um, You've got like this incredible carved ceiling, this amazing like floral medallion uh, up at the top, huge chandelier. Uh, behind the speaker's dais is a jimongous portrait of uh, George Washington. And during a fire that took one of the old renditions of the Vermont State House, um, there have been multiple fires, there have been multiple state houses. Uh, the people of Montpelier saved that giant George Washington portrait. They deemed that worthy of saving. And so here it is, above the speaker's dais. Um, the house has 150 members. And so in this room, you see all of these you know, wooden desks um, in, in orderly lines. In the front of the room, you'll see these tufted crimson chairs. And that is where, when there is a joint session, 30 senators, it, there's so much pomp and circumstance, you know. They uh, walk in in a, an orderly line uh, before a joint session, and that's where the senators sit. It's the upper chamber. They're important. And that's the house. Um,
0: if you're covering something that's going on here, where are you?
1: Mm. Okay, so I would be up in the gallery uh, where anyone can watch a house session. I mean, it's open, Um, including the press. There's a little press area that's been kind of designated just by some like literal like eight by 11 printout sheets of paper that say media. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, And so that's like the media box, but it's, it's kind of a Uh, a self-fulfilled prophecy. That's our our little hangout area that we tend to be. We don't have a press filing room in the state house. This is actually the hill that I will die on, is I think we should have a filing room.
0: (laughs) Are there rules you have to follow uh, while you're up in your little box?
1: You're not supposed to eat or drink. Uh, This rule has been tested. Uh, I have personally, you know, during some of the very long floor sessions, I've been known to bring in some Cheez-Its or trail mix, perhaps a protein bar, and coffee. I do bring, I probably shouldn't be saying this on the record. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Really testing my luck here. Now, the House is a little bit more lax um, in the Senate we have Senate Secretary John Bloomer, who is a stickler for the rules. He's, he's a man of tradition. Uh, and he is very, he cares a lot. You could just end the sentence there. John Bloomer cares a lot. Um, but he really cares about the rules of the Senate. One of them being no food or drink, including water. You can't drink water in the Senate chamber unless you have a doctor's note saying why you need to drink water. <laughs> also need very, they use specific cups because uh, they need to be small enough that if there's a spill, it won't, you know, you can't have like a 32 ounce Nalgene going on in there um, in case there is spillage. So they have these tiny little cups and the cups can't have any logos on them because you can't have any logos in the center chamber. So no logos, no stickers, no electronics. That's another biggie. Technically, reporters are able to take notes on our laptops and we can record.
0: Uh. Yeah, it's a good thing I'm not using any electronics right now.
1: <laughs> We're in the house. <laughs> Chill. <laughs> We're good. We're just hanging in the house right now. But you know? the
2: Senate Secretary's desk is covered in technology. You, clerks, you make a good point. So some of the clerks have up to five screens in front of them during during the Senate's business, but no electronics.
1: The of government.
0: That's Glenn Russell, VT Digger's master photographer and himself an old State House hand. You can see some of the pictures he took during our tour on vtdigger.org. Um,
1: when you walk out of the house chamber, you're in this hall. Um, really tall ceilings, giant windows, red velvet curtains. And um, this tends to be where lobbyists hang around because they can catch them when uh, legislators are coming out of the House chamber or the Senate chamber you can really and also reporters too we, we lurk you know we, we try to pounce when necessary oh, yes, very old. Oh, we should we should talk about it. so this is a portrait of Governor Peter Shumlin Democrat uh, 11 to 17 and uh, for those familiar with political portraits this is actually modeled After a very famous portrait of John F. Kennedy, and the whole Capitol is filled with portraits of the governors, and they actually commission them themselves, and you know they're part of the design process, if you will. And uh, I've heard from more than a couple people that um, there are some capital F feelings about Shumlin modeling his portrait after. John
0: F. Kennedy. And it's the sort of characteristics, arms crossed, Mm -hmm. head slightly bowed.
1: Yeah. Contemplative, uh, deep in thought. Yeah. thinking about something, all right. Okay. So now we're at the governor's ceremonial office. This is where the governor will have his weekly press conferences during the legislative session. Um, It's also where he'll hold signing ceremonies, sign bills. that sort of thing it's kind of like um i mean technically the governor's office is mainly uh, located in the pavilion building down the street from the capitol but this is the 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 fancy office right i mean you can see it's very ornate again with the carved ceilings the crown molding this is my favorite carpet this carpet I like how you pointed the microphone. I just pointed the
0: microphone so that the listeners could hear the carpet.
1: <laughs> it is loud, <laughs> visually. Um, it's like this bright scarlet red with almost this like folksy pattern of different medallions with blue and white florals. It's great. I'm into it. I would like buy a throw pillow with this pattern, wouldn't you? Um, also, it's kind of hard to see um, for Listeners were outside of the office looking in. It's like a metaphor. Um, it, it's roped off right now. We can't go inside. But on the governor's big, lovely desk is a lamp uh, with a nude woman. And apparently, this has been controversial over the years, some governors have clothes, put like little doll clothes <laughs> on the nude lady <laughs> because it offends her their sensibilities. Which
0: seems so much worse.
1: Yeah, right? <laughs> like, you, it can't just, like, vibe and exist there. Like, you have to kind of shows that you're thinking about it, you know? If anyone's curious, uh, the lady is not clothed right now. There she is, in the buff. Oh, naturel. Proud. And that's the governor's ceremonial office. Oh! Another fun fact, actually, that I forgot. There's... It's really hard to see. There's a secret door on that. You see it back there? It's like yeah. flash with the wall. And that supposedly was uh, like a secret exit uh, used in years past if the governor wanted to boogie out in you know a jiffy. Where, do you know where the other, the other door is? I don't know where the other
2: door is. I
1: thought it's a bathroom now.
2: Am I wrong? Well, we're in the Cedar Creek room now. Yes. Which Backs into the governor's office, yes. ceremonial office.
1: And the Cedar Creek Room is like, I think, Glenn, would you agree that a lot of people would call this like the pride and joy of the yes. State House? It's um, done very historically accurately, again, with the ornate carpets. We've got uh, Pinks and cobalt blues and sage greens and hunter greens and burgundies, like going on in this very intense pattern. Great rug, again. I'm really into the rugs if you can't tell. Dark green, olive green, velvet curtains. We've got this mauve paint on the walls with this very, very ornate stenciling that was painstakingly done to replicate uh, the original. And then we've got the stained glass and the ceiling with the the gold foil. Um, Now, the mainstay, what is this absolutely enormous painting of the battle at Cedar Creek, which is a Civil War battle um, that the Vermont Brigade fought in. It was considered kind of a turning point of the war. Um, And the Cedar Creek Room is, a, a big hub of activity also during the legislative session. There are press conferences that happen here, mingling, sometimes there's food in here.
0: Where where would you say is, or maybe there's more than one place, are the sort of highlights of where a lot of deal-making goes on
1: Oh, on. the cafeteria. Okay. Obviously, we can go there. So, if we walk through a hallway. So now we're in the cafeteria, where the action really happens, you know? It's a cafeteria. It's new, like, ish, uh, compared to the rest of the building, for sure. I don't remember exactly what year that it was built. Um, and, yeah, this is, this is where the sausage gets made, literally and figuratively, you know?
0: Do you have recommendations of what to order?
1: I tend to do a sandwich, because you can customize it, you know? They'll make what you want. Um, nothing against the like house specials or you know like daily specials, but I'm a big sandwich girl, especially for lunchtime. You know, I want something light. And a, a diet coke is my beverage of choice in this building. Yeah. What about you, Glenn? What do you order for lunch? I
2: have uh, recently been drinking switchel. What's that? Switchel is uh, maple sap. A little bit of ginger, a little bit of vinegar, oh. and a little bit of what else is in there? It's, a, it's an old timey farmhand's drink. Like old timey oh. haymaking. Haymaking drink. drink. Right? Yeah. So they <laughs> have that here.
0: And
1: they sell it in cans? Yeah. It's
2: super, it's super refreshing. Is it? Oh, yeah.
1: yeah. Is it bubbly?
2: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's it's bubbly. a long
0: New England tradition right there. You've never done a shot of maple syrup.
1: Not to like quench thirst, unless thirst for maple syrup, you know? I do know. Am I wrong? I just just
2: wanted to know where you're coming from. That leaves you one more. I
1: feel like I'm gonna be ousted as a Vermonter after this. This is my the the unraveling of my career.
2: They are very refreshing. I encourage you to
0: try one, maybe not here, but certainly at. A local store, maybe the co-op, they
2: carry it. It's really, really refreshing.
1: That was Chef Bryant of the cafeteria. He's the chef. He makes the food.
2: Sorry, I was just moving because I don't. There's, there's nothing for me to take pictures of, so naturally uh, yeah. I lose interest. I'm a <laughs> visual man, you know. You want to poke into a committee room?
1: We can poke.
2: I don't know if they're locked or
1: not. Love. Wouldn't be very open to the public if it were locked. This
2: is, this is the House Judiciary Committee. Oh, and notice the pictures on, on the oh, yeah. walls, you know, so all these change every year.
1: I spent a lot of time in this room, House Judiciary Committee. We've got like a, you wouldn't call this a mint blue, on the walls, what would you call this? Colonial blue, perhaps?
0: So this is not a huge room, and there's a pretty big table in the middle, so if mm-hmm. like, the committee is meeting here and there are a bunch of journalists, are they all just sort of pressed up against the
2: wall all around?
1: Pretty much, yeah, 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 yeah. Standing
2: room only, uh, with big bills, standing room only, many, many lobbyists mm-hmm. just spend a lot of times in the committee rooms just keeping track of their clients' bills.
1: And from what I hear, it was even more crowded pre-pandemic. Now they, they started streaming online. And so a lot of lobbyists, actually, that's how they tune in. But you still see them lurking around, for sure.
0: I asked you before like about where deals get made. Is, mm-hmm. is the answer the same if you're talking about where journalists sort of accost uh, lawmakers or...? I guess
1: guess that depends on the time of day, and it depends on the lawmaker, because you you have to learn the patterns of these 180 individuals' habits and behaviors, right? Um, So some lawmakers are reliably hanging out in the cafeteria. Some lawmakers go out to lunch, so you got to kind of know that. Some lawmakers, you got to get them right when they're coming off the floor and stick the recorder right in their face. Um, some of them, you lurk in their committee rooms until they have a break. For the few that have offices, um, like the, the pro tem, the senate president pro tem has his own office, so does the speaker. You can hang out outside their office. So, kind of depends on um, the individual there.
0: This this is all mental, I assume, like you don't have like a chart or? This
1: is, I, I keep it all up here. Yeah, yeah, I don't have a chart. Oh, this is another great portrait over here. This is former governor Howard Dean, former presidential candidate Howard Dean. I'm really going to paint this picture for you all. We've got Howard Dean in what looks like a, an L.L. Bean chamois shirt, For being specific about it. Um, Button down, double pocket uh, in a a mid-tone blue color, which actually matches almost perfectly with the lake behind him. And he's got these hiking boots on and the, the Vermont fall foliage behind him. He's sitting on the shore of a rocky lake with his canoe by his side. This portrait, I so wish I came up with this, but I cannot take credit. This portrait has been nicknamed L.L. Dean. It's pretty great.
0: Sarah showed me a lot more than I can fit in this podcast, but before we left, I asked her if she had any closing thoughts about the State House and what she does there.
1: To have a job where you get to work in a building like this on a daily basis is just neat. Like, when I... So my first foray into state politics coverage was um, an internship that I had in Harrisburg, Pennsylvania, which is where I'm from, Pennsylvania. Um, and... Again, sounds so cheesy, but one day one of the reporters for the Allentown morning call told me my assignment for the afternoon was just to go sit in, in the halls and like look up and walk around and look at the paintings and look at the ornate architecture and furnishings and everything. And um, You know, it's just something very cool and something to be grateful for and is a lovely living history because like this building's also like used and abused like i mean people are obviously careful No what are in the senate etc but like it's not like it's here and sterile and just sitting here right hundreds of people are in and out of this building at a time so it's cool
0: Thanks to Sarah Mierhoff and Glenn Russell for being such great guides to the Statehouse. You can read Sarah's reporting and see Glenn's amazing photos at our website, vtdigger.org. I'm Sam Gale Rosen. Thanks for listening. This is The Deeper Dig.